everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Faith and Family with the Finches. Why don't you grab a cup of tea and join me for all things Faith and Family. Happy New Year, everyone. Wow, through everything that 2020 has brought, we are still here. And I am thanking God for his goodness and faithfulness over all of our lives. I hope you are doing well. We are now in a new year, 2021. And I just love New Year's. I love New Year's Eve. I love New Year's Day. I'm one of those people who just loves shouting the countdown at the top of my lungs. Ten, nine. I just love it all. And obviously, this year, New Year's Eve was completely different for many of us. And so was New Year's Day. But I'm just so thankful that we are in another year. I really believe that a new year can bring a new you. Obviously, not just because the calendar has turned the page, but I think New Year's gives us a chance to look at our lives and dream again. You know, to think of things that we don't want in our lives anymore and things that we do want. A new start or new thing in our life does not come simply from wanting, but from consistency. And I guess that's my plan this year, to be consistent with everything that I plan to do. I know that most New Year's feel a lot different than this year. I think because it's still 2021 and we are still in the midst of of a pandemic, some of us are still facing the same trials that we were facing last year. And in our own ability, there's nothing we can do about it. So although it's a new year, I feel for many, this year is bringing hope, but also a lot of uncertainty about what the year may hold. But stay strong, people. Stay strong and hopeful. Let's not write this year off. Let's believe that God can do something good in this year. I know the year has started with us going back into a national lockdown, which basically means we are going to be home a lot, like all the time. The schools have closed and the reality for many families is now we're trying to juggle children as well as working from home. And I know many parents are having flashbacks of the first lockdown and how hard it was and thinking there is no way I can do this. And I've got so much compassion for every parent who doesn't feel equipped or did not ask for this season. Even though I already home home educate, a lot has still changed for us as a family. And so my prayer is that all families will be able to navigate this season well. Because we're here and there is no other option, we all have to make a choice. Will the next few months of our lives in in lockdown be wasted on us grumbling and complaining? Or will we make a choice to be thankful in this season and thank God in all seasons? It doesn't mean we're thankful for all of the things we go, go through, but we can still thank him no matter what. And it reminds me of the Israelites um, in the book of Exodus who spent a lot of their time in the wilderness grumbling and complaining. They wasted their experience because instead of worshipping and giving God thanks, they they spent it complaining, 
Rather than thanking God for what he was doing in that season of their life, they moaned their way through it. And I know I don't want to be found at the end of lockdown drained with no joy because I used every opportunity to moan about all the things I didn't have or couldn't do. So don't get me wrong, even though it's going to be hard, we can do this people. We really can. We can trust God to give us the strength and the grace to do this season well. And one of the ways for all parents, I'd really encourage you is to make your home education journey look the way you want it to look. Don't just create school at home and make it boring with a tick list. One of the things I love about educating my children is that I get to see the spark in their eyes when they're learning something they love and it just melts my heart. I remember when I first started home educating and this was back in 2018. Um, it was a long journey to get me there, but I thank God I, I um, <laughs> committed to that journey. But I remember when I first started and I assumed that I needed to basically make school at home. So if my children or my child at the time, only one of them was of school age, was not doing any work from the hours of nine to three, I was freaking out, believing that I was failing and I wasn't getting it right. And it wasn't until I probably reached breaking point and thought, oh my goodness, I cannot (laughs) look after a four-year-old, a two-year-old and my newborn baby was two weeks old as well as teach my four-year-old but for six hours a day and I basically realised I couldn't do it and I'm so glad I got to that point because it was when I got to that point I was able to throw away the ideals, throw away the tick lists and all of the ways I assumed homeschool should be and I was able to find my own way of doing it. And now I absolutely love home educating or homeschooling, whatever you call it. I love, I love it. I love um, teaching my children. I love learning with them. I love enjoying the things that they get to enjoy too. We get to do this learning experience together. And I really had to change my mindset from simply being, I need to get them to get their work done, to I want them to fall in love with learning, to enjoy reading, to enjoy researching things and working things out. And I'm definitely still on that journey. But children are curious. So parents, use that to your advantage. You can tailor your child's learning to the type of learner they are. For example, one of my children loves animals. And as long as I've got us counting animals or doing some sort of activity that day about animals, she is a happy bunny. She absolutely loves it. And so just to encourage any families who've been thrown into home educating again, just do it your way. Do it your way. Don't put so much pressure on your child that they end up hating reading, hating learning, hating any type of education. But do it in a way that they can find enjoyment out of it. Being at home a lot can often begin to take its toll on us. So one thing I've been trying to be intentional about is setting the atmosphere. 
So I'm trying in this lockdown period just to make my house welcoming. Like having a welcoming home is not just for others. It's for my family too. For the people who live within these walls to know that it's a safe place for them. When you go somewhere welcoming, you usually don't want to leave. You feel happy there. You feel so loved. And the fact that we can't leave our houses at the moment, I want my house to feel like a place that the kids are quite content. And my husband as well, that we're quite content with not having to go elsewhere. And so let's make this a bit practical. How do I do this? So I think of everyone in my family, my husband included, and I think of the things that they all love, the things they enjoy, the things that help them relax. And I try to make space for that throughout the day. It could be anything from having one of my family members' favourite snacks to me and my husband making sure that we give each other time alone to just run upstairs for a bit and relax. And in terms of the kids, it could be letting them do something they enjoy like bake or paint. And if you can't do any of those things, it could even be as simple as watching a favourite TV programme. Home is meant to feel like our safe place. So that doesn't mean that it's full of happy moments 24-7, as I think that is unrealistic. But even in the tears and tantrums, in the disagreements and just moments that everyday life brings, I still want my home to be a place that our family can flourish in. I love that God created us with senses so we could enjoy life. And I think God is so creative that he puts things on earth for us to enjoy, whether it's nature or comedy or people. So even in this pandemic, let's do things that as a family we can enjoy together. Do things that make you happy, that make you smile. Now, let's be real, in any relationship, being together all the time can be a bit tense, especially with family. And I'm definitely not exempt from that. I am an optimist, so I'm always trying to look at the bright side, but it doesn't mean I'm unrealistic. I know that sometimes (laughs) being together all the time can be hard. And I don't want my home to be one of war or strife, especially when we are locked down together. So I continually have to put into practice, practice James 119. And it says, understand this, my dear brothers and sisters, you must all be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. Someone say amen. (laughs) We need to be quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to get angry. It's so hard sometimes, but we don't have to do any of it in our own strength. Each day we give God our families and we trust him to give us the grace that we need each day. Another verse that I love and I've just been um, reading a lot and kind of just praying and meditating on is Colossians 3 verse 13 to 14. And it says, tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith, forgiving one another in the same way you have been graciously forgiven by Jesus Christ. If you find fault with someone, release this same gift of forgiveness to them. 
For love is supreme and must flow through each of these virtues. Love becomes the mark of true maturity. So my plan this lockdown is to love God, keep on loving on God and love others. When we love God and we love others, it will allow us to do this season well. And also we've got to just remember to trust God. Remember that he's always been there when we've needed him. He's never left us. He's never forsaken us. He's always faithful to the end. And so this lockdown, let us just believe and trust God to walk us through this. I know that lockdown can also be a lonely time for people. It can be a hard time for people. And can I encourage you, reach out. Don't do your lockdown alone. If you're struggling or you need support, reach out to someone, reach out to a friend, a family member, your local pastor or someone that you can talk to. And I'll put down in the um, description below maybe a few numbers for anyone who's really struggling and needs to call someone. And just remember that even though we are in lockdown, even though we're being stretched and we're being pulled in so many different ways, God will give us the grace and the strength to do this. If you need any support in any area, don't forget to reach out to others. I hope this episode encourages you if you are home educating your children and I hope it also encourages you to set an atmosphere of joy, forgiveness and love in your home. Thanks for listening friends and I'm already looking forward to the next episode.